quarter, like a, a chunk starting from like I don't know five minutes into the first quarter or something. It's a good so, game. Yeah, yeah. The uh, I know the the Pistons beat them right once. Yeah, the last and, one. Um, yeah, and I kind of uh, watching them today. I was thinking like I feel like the Pistons just have it's a good matchup for them. You know, like uh, just p- positionally the way their team is. Um, because sometimes that just happens, you know, where it's like uh, this pesky team that's like not as good, but just because of the makeup of their team, they they can play you well. Yeah, I I mean I don't know. It, it's always tough to tell this early in. Um, they're one in five, so they're worse in the East right now. But yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, I if Jeremy Grant keeps playing the way he is, I mean, I guess I'm I kind of kind of forgot who you know who's on the team. I mean, Blake Griffin, of course, is still there. He was out last game, actually. Uh, he was in for this one. Um, you know, but of course, he's there. And they added Jeremy Grant. And so, like, he was just playing out of his mind. So, I mean, I don't know if that's, like, a product of, you know, mismatches with Boston or if uh, he just, uh, if they actually might, you know, be one of those teams that steals a few wins from other teams here and there. So, I don't know. I'm curious to see. Yeah. Um, Jeremy Grant going there was interesting. Like, he... I thought he was going to try to go somewhere where he could contribute to like an already successful team, but it Mm. seems like the appeal of, uh, of having a larger role over there um, drew him in. And like, you know, he's taken a lot of shots. Like he get he's way more involved in things. And I guess, you know, on that first game against Boston, like uh, he, he was hitting him, you know, he was, I was wondering if there was this, uh, a thing of maybe he, people are wanting to play for Dwayne Casey because they like his coaching abilities, but okay. I don't know. If that's, I don't. I don't know if the if the draw of that is enough to go to a team that doesn't look like they're going anywhere. But I don't know. Yeah, it's. Uh, I gotta say, uh, at least in the in the games against Boston, um, Jeremy Grant on the Pistons has been impressive. I mean, oh, great. Uh, yeah. Looking at him today, he shot 50%, 8, eight for 16, uh, 22.6 rebounds, two assists, you know, doing his thing. Yeah. Has a stronger line than Blake Griffin. He went four for he 14. Like he had a, he had a, 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 a real stinker. <laughs> uh, He's out there, uh, popping threes now though. I, I, I don't keep up on Detroit, um, often enough. Uh, and uh, I mean, Blake Griffin's out there popping threes now. Um, they have another gentleman who has a foreign last name that starts with an M that I should remember at this very moment. Uh, who oh, else it's top threes? Man, I don't know how to say. I think it might be uh, Mikhailuk. You got uh, it. Mikhailuk? Yeah, close yeah. enough. Yeah, that's, the, that's him. Yeah, that boy, good. He got a little cannon on him. He three. does. Yeah, he was uh, popping them. He's keeping them in the game, really. And then out of nowhere. Uh, and not to go too deep on this one game, but like Shemi Ojale uh, decides to come in and just like the first two shots that they made in the fourth were three pointers from him. And that's just, that's oh, something hell he yeah. Does. So yeah, <laughs> that was a great I, sign. Should have knew they were going to win. Him, yeah, exactly. If he's making threes and it's uh, everything's good. I mean, I know he's, yeah. been, I know he practices because he's basically, you know, he's a role player. So, you know, they figure, you know, just be out there ready to shoot threes and play defense. Uh, but um I just don't sometimes actually interesting stat that I found about him recently this season so far. And I don't know if it's, if it's the same way, because this was a few days ago, but um, it's a very obscure stat, but the um, top 10 best Celtics three man lineups all have Shemi in them. 
Ooh, it's like, okay. like the top pl- plus, yeah, the top 10 plus minus uh, three-man lineups all have Shemi in them. So, uh, okay, you know, hold on you know a second. Something out there, yeah. Uh, okay, that's super interesting. Uh, your man played 22 minutes. Yeah. Is that how you say his name? Is it Shemi? I believe it's pronounced Shemi Ojale, yeah. Okay, wow, I've been calling him Semi for a long time. I don't think there's anything wrong with calling him Semi, but uh, I have a feeling there's like there's a boner implication there that he pr- probably doesn't like. I don't really know. So True, true, that's true. Or, or it actually is probably just pronounced uh, Shemi. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've heard it both ways. Yeah, we all we've all had a semi ojale. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we we've all done boner, boner implications at some point in our life. <laughs> um, interesting. So he's got like a Sade thing, uh, like a Sade thing kind of going right, on. She there. spells it the same way. That's right. The S that makes the SH sound. Interesting. Yeah, English um, majors here on the uh, free ball <laughs> podcast. Yeah, trying to educate that ass. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, he had uh, look 11 points. Uh, it was a, his plus minus was a minus one, but that's whatever, like, that's not terrible for him. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's uh, having an impact. That's uh, that's interesting. I mean, uh, I feel like he's kind of been be uh, developing for a while, you know. He has, uh, yeah, he's been, he's been a rookie with them for three or not a rookie, he's been with the team uh, for three or four years, I believe. Yeah. He came in with uh, yeah, Gary Abastelli, yeah. the dancing bear. Yeah, so <laughs> that's his name. <laughs> He's the one yeah, that's sick, by um, the way. Yeah, yeah. They drafted him. They drafted him in twenty seven. Oh yeah, Yabuselli. Yeah, Yabu or Yabuti, as uh, as people like to say. Brad Stevens trying to make the most out of uh, what he's got, you know. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. I just I'm surprised like Grant Williams didn't get minutes. Um, I'm still waiting to see um, Aaron Nesmith. Nes- Nesmith. I want to say Nesmith because of basketball, but Aaron Nesmith. Because that would be cool. Uh, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, it would be cool. Yeah, um, it would just be great to see him out there. But uh, Peyton Pritchard. Um, actually, I almost considered oh, yeah. him for the uh, the OK award. Um, you actually knew more about him than I did initially. Um, I just I don't keep track of college as often as I should, but um danny danny ainge knows how to draft yeah yeah peyton uh well i think they're are they calling him true pp i think they might be calling him true okay, pp so the man's nickname is fast pp fast pp <laughs> yes fast PP. Not, yeah. and he's uh, rolling with it see this already to me from the outside looking in is a great sign uh unlike paul pierce he's em- embracing the pp yeah, you know, yeah. like at least so if I haven't heard him not embrace it. Yeah, so, he's he's got boner implications uh, with that nickname. Yeah, he's got a he's got a Shemi Ojale. <laughs> um, funnily enough, Jason Tatum, uh, I think on Instagram uh, calls him Eight Mile, which I thought was kind of funny. Oh wow, uh, that yeah. is hilarious. That's that's <laughs> that was pretty decent, and uh, yeah, but he looks good. That was he was their last pick, I believe, in the draft um, out of Oregon. And, uh, I mean, I think because of Kemba being out, um, they need somebody who plays point in there. Yeah. Um, so they threw in Peyton, Peyton, Peyton Pritchard, fast PP, fast PP. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bring fast PP off the bench. That's awesome. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, coming out and contributing early. That's great. Being a rookie. It's exciting. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, 
So Aaron Nesmith was is he was drafted higher than Fast PD. He was their first pick, yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, Nesmith was 14, and Fast PP was pick 26. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nesmith, he, has, he not made, has he not made his debut yet, or what's going on with he him? He has not. He has not played in any games yet, though. I think uh, Brad Stevens basically just said he doesn't think he's ready yet. So, yeah, which is pretty, uh, pretty blunt. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I'm seeing him. Uh, he's got some minutes. It looks like he's played. Uh, he played a few, I think like uh, garbage time minutes, maybe. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, nothing significant yet. So they're not, they're not, he's not like a rotation player uh, as it were, but I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Then he's got a shot. He's probably got one of the better shots on the team. So yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. That's, that's too far. That's ridiculous. But um, yeah. So, but he's uh he's got a great shot. I'll just say that he's a shooter. Okay. Yeah. I'm seeing uh, in the game where Jalen, had 42 and mm. sat out the fourth, I believe, uh, against, uh, Memphis. against Memphis. Um, yeah. Nesmith got like 20 minutes in that game, like 20, uh, oh, yeah, 20 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's gotten some minutes, but I, I do think they are garbage time minutes. Uh, mm-hmm. he has three games with 20 minutes, uh, one game with nine minutes. And then I believe today he had a DMP. You know, so uh DMP for sure. Yeah. You down with DMP? Yeah, yeah you yeah, know you me. Know me. <laughs> That's Popovich. <laughs> <laughs> that's his oh. favorite song. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Yeah, but Nesmith probably not enjoying that song. Probably wants to get out there and do his thing. Yeah, I mean I would too. Um that's uh I mean the sooner the better. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, sometimes I feel like coaches, uh, you know, they good and Brad Stevens is a good coach. So he probably he probably understands like how to like things that work for some dudes don't work for other dudes. And like sometimes I feel like coaches play this game, especially with rookies of like a dangling carrot, you know, like uh, you got to set a goal, especially if you think someone has more potential that they they're not meeting. Uh, so maybe he's trying to hold this carrot in front of him of like, uh, you know, if you work a little harder and you and you improve on this on whatever, you know, that uh, you could you could get in there and see some real action. I had a feeling it was more of a case of he doesn't want to have two rookies possibly in the rotation at the same time. Um, and he has to play Pey- Peyton because Peyton plays uh, point guard and he's short on point guards at the moment. Actually, okay. you know, see that that's tough to see that even that's actually that's not even really that true because he's got Teague and Smart. I mean, Smart's not like a pure point guard. Teague kind of more is. Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. Actually, you you might be right. Never mind. I I totally might have botched that in my opinion there. Yeah, and also, I don't know. I mean, uh Nesmith uh you could you could play him at guard. He's kind of swing manish. He's like six five. He, he is, uh, yeah. He's he's fighting um, you you could be right though about if if Kemba is healthy, I don't think we'd be seeing as many fast PP minutes. Uh, because that's the reason that's the reason why yeah. Nesmith isn't playing or didn't play tonight. It's like where does he fit in when you got yeah. like Tatum yeah. and Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart and Jeff Teague? You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? Like that's yeah. uh that's a full house right there. Like yeah, <laughs> uh, just fast PP. <laughs> <laughs> oh man 
that's a great nickname. I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, this guy, this kid's off to a good start. Like, uh, when you have two funny and interesting nicknames and it's only the first week or two of the season yeah. of your career, yeah. I think, uh, that's a good sign. I feel, uh, fast PP and eight mile. I mean, that's fantastic. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no, it's, it's, um, I'm excited I, just to see what he can do. I mean, uh, it just proves, yeah, uh, people say, you know, I guess the general opinion is that Danny H can't draft. He also, uh, they say he can't bring in free agents. So, I mean, you know, these opinions go flying around by, uh, you know, the haters uh, of the, you know, the hater fans that are the Celtic rivals, like Sixers fans and stuff like that. So some Miami fans in there too, obviously, but yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No love lost. Yeah. Fuck Danny H. that's not even my opinion that is uh this official heat statement there you just have to say that actually yeah it's a (laughs) if we talk about the celtics too long you almost have to say just fuck danny ainge (laughs) (laughs) um i'll be honest if he if he was the general manager of like another team i would be like this dude's a fucking prick if you tell me looking at his face he's got a punchable face you know yeah yeah i mean he he gms just like he played i mean he's one yeah. of those guys where it's like uh when he's against you it's like fuck this guy man but then yeah. when he's on your team you're like hell yeah danny let's fucking go get him <laughs> it's true yeah he's scrappy he starts fights he's uh yeah no he's um yeah he's that's that's how we that's how we uh gms basically well that's interesting uh We'll see how that develops. Welcome to the Free Ballers Podcast. I'm Alex here with John as always. Hello. What's up? It's a smooth Sunday today. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, About to play some Michael Bolton or something. Okay. Michael Bolton. Play some some Kenny G. I don't know. After that Sade mentioned earlier, I'd, I'd be down with uh, a little Sade in the mix. Oh, yeah. That would be smooth as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's your girl, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Icon. Icon sadness is Bay, for sure. <laughs> um, Sade. Yeah, so... You know, first couple weeks of the of the season here. Uh, I'm looking at the standings. Uh, it's it been also kind of staring at the standings. Yeah, it's been kind of a weird. Uh, it's been weird. Like we have some some teams that aren't. Uh, we have a lot of underperforming teams. We got a lot of blowouts happening. Mm. Um, looking at the standings right now, I mean. The Nets, you know, their their first couple of games, it was like, holy shit, the Nets. Oh, my God. Right. Well, three and four right now. <laughs> uh, did you see, did you happen to catch the ending of today's game that they had against Washington? No, I, I saw that they lost. How did, how did that go down? Well, they lost. It was a very close game. Uh, the last two shots of the game were taken by Kyrie. Kyrie had to go the full length of the floor with 12 seconds left. And so he goes, he does that. He gets a nice, clean look, misses. Uh, ball gets tapped out to Durant. Obviously, that's the next, you know, next best or, you know, 1A, 1B situation there. He yeah. gets a clean look, both just clanging off the front iron. It was uh, it was a little, um, 
it was weird just to see that. I mean, Kevin Durant has not lost a step. Uh, to be fair, he looks great out there. Um, yeah. But uh, this last game, they lost to the Wizards, who are two and five. So, um, yeah, the Wizards yeah. really needed that, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was talking to a friend uh, about the Wizards Bulls game a couple nights ago. And uh, he's a Bulls fan. He was all worried about, uh, he just didn't expect a win. And I was like, I don't know, dude. The At the at the time, the Wizards were winless. And uh, it, I felt like I could pretty much predict that, like, John, uh, I almost said John Wall. Yeah. Uh, Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal are going to put on a, a hell of a show, but, but lose, you know. And uh, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. You nailed um, it. Uh, that win over KD in the Nets that uh, puts them at two and five. So they, yeah, they really fucking needed that. Yeah, I mean, it's um, I don't know what their expectations are this year, um, but I mean, it's better than being one and six, I guess. Uh, is and you know that would put them at the very bottom. Um, but um, I mean, what do you see from them? I mean, Bradley Beal is one of the best score is is I think was the best scorer in the East last season. Um, yeah, I believe. I think- I believe he led the East in points per game last last season. Yeah, he low-key, he might have led the league. Uh, I might have to you, look that up. Wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that's uh, – I was also going to do that same thing. Um, yeah, I, I think – and so, I mean, you know, he just needs the support around him, and now he's, he technically has it with with Westbrook. Um, I guess the the real thing there is, is how does Westbrook fit into the Wizards – quote unquote system. I can't, <laughs> I don't know what the wizard system is. Uh, I don't know what their, what their formula is, but um, you know, if, you know, you, you do what you can to work a guy like Westbrook's talent in there uh, to, you know, to, to get as much as you can out of him. So if Scotty Brooks is worth his, worth his salt as a coach, then um, you know, he, he'll get the most out of Westbrook, but um, he's starting to, I mean, I, this, this season here with the Wizards so far is still too short to say anything, but he's starting not to be a guy who I think of as, you know, oh, you get Westbrook on your team, you're going to start winning more games now. Yeah, you know, uh, I I was thinking that that was a great trade for them to acquire Westbrook. Mm. And in my mind, you know, it's the Eastern Conference. Uh, Westbrook's got, you know, that triple-double fire in his heart. Uh, probably a little chip on his shoulder because of whatever the fuck just happened in Houston. And uh, I'm thinking, you know, this this could get you into the playoffs, a guy like this paired yeah. with a guy like Beal. You know what I'm saying? That, sh- mm-hmm. that could get you into the playoffs. But after seeing these first six games or seven games, uh, it's, I don't know, you know, it doesn't, it yeah. doesn't look like it's going to lead to winning. Westbrook is stuffing the stat sheet as is Beal who uh yeah he finished second in points last season to yeah, James Harden. Harden's first which we kind of should have known I think but whatever yeah. that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, it looks like you know two guys going out and getting their numbers uh and that's it, you know that they, they they haven't been able to put the wins together. It's a shame. I mean, um, I mean, because Bradley Beal is is always highly coveted by other people. He's always mentioned in trade rumors. You know, as a Miami fan, right? You guys yeah. are always. You guys have been a you know major hard on for him. So yeah, um, which which I get it, right? Like he's he's about to enter his prime. I think so. He's 
um, or if he's not already there, I'm not sure how old he is, but I mean, yeah, I mean, um, he, but he signed that major contract with Washington. Um, and I was going to say that, you know, maybe he says so something he likes about being there, but if there's one thing I'm starting to realize is no contract is untradeable. So it may look gigantic, but teams will find a way if he absolutely wants out. So he's getting yeah. paid no matter what. Um, he doesn't care. I don't think he really truly cares whether it's in Washington or if it's another team. He just wants something that's guarantees he's going to get a certain amount of money before he retires. Right. So yeah, um, this, uh, his stint with Washington. I mean, I, I think it depends on what happens this season. Um, shoot. He, he, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he got traded if, if they're not doing well enough, if he gets traded, you know, at the trade deadline. Yeah. Yeah. It could, it could happen. He is June 28th, 1993. So he's 27 and he'll be 28. Well, obviously later this year. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, wow. I mean, he's a, he's, he's still got like some, he's still got like a little bit of growing room in there too. So he's kind of entering his prime now. He's, Man. I mean, shoot. <laughs> it's, uh, it's honestly like, um, if I just was looking at the stats of their players, um, it's kind of crazy. Cause like Bradley Peel currently, He's played six of their games and he's averaging 31 points, four <laughs> rebounds and about five assists. It's a great stat uh, line. Yeah. Two steals. Uh, pretty good. Uh, shooting 47%. Could do a little better from three shooting 27%, but that'll probably yeah. go up. Uh, then you got Westbrook hovering around 20 points a game. Uh, almost 13 rebounds and better than 12 assists. Right. Uh, he's averaging a triple double, like a, a monster, big old fat one. <laughs> and his, his boy next to him is averaging 31. Yeah. What, what the fuck? That's, they uh, need, they need help. They need, they need to, they need to blow up the rest of the team. Those two guys are playing out of their minds but you, they have to blow up the rest of the team and, or there's a, or there's a chemistry issue, something going on in the locker room, or uh, maybe they're like uh, quietly, they're as dysfunctional as Houston or New York. Um, we just don't know about it. Cause it's, it's Washington and they just, you know, they're not, if you're dysfunctional and make the playoffs, you make a lot of news. If you're dysfunctional and you don't make the playoffs, nobody really cares, man. I wonder uh, that that's a really good point. Actually. Like uh, if I was Tommy Shepard, their, their GM, or I don't know if that's his official title, but he's running things. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I was him, th- I would be looking at literally every other person on this team right now. Yeah. And yeah. I would be like, Oh yeah, I would trade every single one of you motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, uh, cause Honestly, if they could, yeah, they, That's something to work with right there. You know, you got Bradley Beal, you got Russell Westbrook. If they could try to flip some of their other assets to get those guys a a third big time guy, uh, you might be talking about something. Honestly, uh, other than like maybe Bertans and Hachimura, I don't see anybody on the team that they just couldn't, you know, let's package them and get them the hell out of here and do something with them. You know what I mean? There's nothing there that's that really stands out. So how funny would it be if they like scrap up every single one of their draft picks and like Hachimura and Bertans mm-hmm. and they trade for James Harden. <laughs> oh, right. he, he ends up back with Westbrook again. 
Oh man. I mean, just the amount of points scored. I mean, they're oh, man. Yeah. That would probably be not good. I think. I, I don't <laughs> no, know. no. It doesn't seem fit wise like a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Cause uh, I don't think they liked playing with each other uh, in, in that one season in Houston, to be honest. So. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that's been weird. Uh, I might be the most in-depth we've ever gone on a team like Washington, like ever in this, in this whole podcast uh, adventure we're having here. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's one thing that happens when yeah. Westbrook comes to your team, you know? It's true. Uh, it does help. He does bring attention there. So, yeah. Then you got uh, Philly on the other end of things, starting out five and one. Top of the um, East. They are scary. Yeah. Uh, from what I've seen, uh, Tobias Harris has been making a huge impact, uh, a, a much stronger impact on the court than uh, the previous seasons with Philly. And I'm wondering, like, I guess, uh, I guess maybe that's Doc, you know? I th- There is a Doc effect there. I actually caught a little bit of the Charlotte-Philly game uh, that was yesterday. And... Um, word is that doc wants him to be a little more um not aggressive but he wants him to not hesitate to shoot basically i think yeah. uh last season i don't know if that's if this is a product of coaching but he was just a not um yeah he was just not he was he was just hesitant to take a shot and doc said don't uh don't hesitate you 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 came here for a reason they got you from the clippers for a reason so so have at it um, actually now that I think about it, he used to coach him. So <laughs> yeah, maybe that's, maybe that's the whole thing. Maybe he's just more comfortable with doc rivers. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes mm-hmm. sense. Uh, he, he knows how to use Tobias probably mm-hmm. a little better than maybe, uh, old dude did this All five right. and one start for them, putting them at the top of the East. I mean, is it too soon to say that that's the effect of having doc rivers as your coach over Brett Brown, over Brett Brown? <clears throat> Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. They have, uh, largely the same roster for the most part. Um, they did benefit greatly. I I think one of the best trades for either side, uh, was the Seth Curry, Josh Richardson trade. Mm. Um, the Mavericks sent Seth Curry to Philly and they got Josh Richardson. Both guys immediately are, fitting in fantastic with their teams, you know, uh, and addressing immediate needs that like those teams had and shit. So that looks good. So maybe more importantly, I was gonna say Danny green, the addition of Danny green there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they basically are doubling down on Ben Simmons and not caring whether he shoots threes or not. Um, so they said, well, we're just going to bring in two guys who are, are already pretty good at the three point shot to make up for the fact that basically Ben Simmons is not going to get better at it. So, that's that. Yeah. Did you realize, did you know, it's a fun fact about Seth Curry since you mentioned him. He is second all time in three-point field goal percentage. Yeah. Yeah, he's got the Seth Curry. Curry genes. Yeah, which is crazy. And, he, and that's behind Steve Kerr, by the way, who's first all time. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Warriors have so much three-point power and juices flowing from them all around the league. All the juices. <laughs> yeah so oh they also have dwight too you know so those are things i guess That's the team major. is uh yeah i guess the team is a little bit different than what brett brown had so you can't really uh say but i mean i don't know uh, uh the eye test wise it does kind of look like doc has them 
going in the right direction. They look great. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, this was just the only game I've seen so far is this, this Charlotte game. Um, Charlotte kind of hung in there with them for a little bit, but for the most part, Philly just kind of, you know, whenever the game got close, they would just build the lead back out. And then it just, it was, they kind of ran away with it at the end there. Um, Charlotte interesting too, since if, if we're going to talk about them, but yeah, but Philly, I, I mean, top of the East. I mean, I, I think they could be legit actually, uh, which is scary because I hate when Philly's good. Um, cause they're just very obnoxious about it. But, uh, I mean, Hey, this is, this might be where the process ends right here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, looking out West, uh, the sun's getting that Chris Paul effect, you know, uh, mm-hmm. five and two. And, uh, they also, they also just, they not only getting Chris Paul, but getting, uh, you know, uh, Damn, where the hell did he go? Like guys like Jay Crowder. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, major. Yeah, that uh, that they're. I don't think it's like a fluke or anything. I think they're going to continue to to win. They're at the top of the West. The eight game, um, you know, bubble uh, phenomenon is 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 carrying over. I mean, they. Um, I don't know how to describe where this is coming from for them. Cause I, I, I still, I still never really solved how they did that in the bubble, to be honest. Um, unless yeah. Devin Booker, you know, it's a combination. I think of Devin Booker sort of coming into his own. Um, but, uh, man, you go down their, their roster. It's just tough to tough to pinpoint like what's, but yeah, you're right. No, Jay Crowder being there. That's a major, uh, a major addition. Um, Deandre Ayton actually, I, I mean, get deserves a lot of credit here. He's in yeah, the, I agree. Incredible draft pick. Yeah. So, oh, Sarich, Sarich as well. Uh, they I just they saw didn't that, add yeah. him this year, but he, I think they added him last year. But um, that that's a nice little addition. I think uh, you know, basically, this is the best team they've given Devin Booker since drafting him. And he's only improved every season he's been in the league. Mm-hmm. We just saw them go undefeated in, in the bubble, just narrowly missing out on that playing game. Uh, I guess this is what it's going to be like for Devin Booker, you know, like when when he's got a squad. Uh, I, I believe it. It makes sense to me. He's, he's that good. Um, I think they'll keep it up. I like that. I mean, I, I like when teams like Phoenix are doing well. I feel like they've been uh, sort of in the um, in the basement, the NBA's basement for a long time. Um, looking at like just their team stats so far this season, obviously it's only seven games in, but um, you know what? I'm going to stop mentioning that. Like whatever. I, I'm just going to, I'm just, I don't care how early it is. Let's, I'm just yeah, going to, no, I want to overreact yeah. entirely. Yeah, let's, let's, let's completely overreact. <laughs> Um, they are, they rank first in the league in opponents, points, uh, opponents points per game. So their defense is, I mean, I mean, maybe that's my answer right there is they're just playing amazing defense yeah. ninth and assists also. And that's ninth and assists. That's, I mean, obviously that that's a product of Chris Paul, yeah. but considering they you know, had to give up Ricky Rubio, uh, in this past, uh, you know, off season. Yeah. And they're still doing well in assists, which doesn't surprise me. It's just, you know, it's, it's, he, he's a plug and play, uh, superstar, basically Chris Paul, you know what I mean? You put him in and he's, a, he's just, he's a winner. The man is a winner. Um, I mean, take away the fact he doesn't have rings. He's still a winner. He, you put him it's on a true. team, he improves them. So, 
It's true. Uh, he's done nothing but improve his stock since the Houston thing didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Like ever since they traded him, uh, you know, doing what he did on the Thunder, I think really added some value to him because he didn't he didn't uh, cause a fuss. He didn't demand to be traded or anything. Right. He just he wrote it out and. Uh, they they went to the playoffs, you know. Like <laughs> this uh, man's only only four months um, younger than LeBron James. He's going to be thirty six this year, and he's doing this at his age, basically. Yeah, for a point guard, is pretty amazing. Yeah, and then the Lakers and Clippers uh, continuing being good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And other than that, really, I mean, there's there's a lot of like wacky stuff going down. I mean, the Jazz are doing good. Um, you got the Pelicans in there. That kind of makes sense. I feel with with Zion. It's their time, I think. Yeah, they're, they're this is this year they're going to turn the corner. I think officially, um, and be like a solid playoff team. Uh, actually, they're fifth right now. Wouldn't surprise me if they stayed at at, at fifth. To be very honest. Uh, the Warriors like. Uh, having a shaky start even uh you know i mean they they don't have clay but still having steph back i think this is kind of weird for their any of their like at least bandwagon most recent fans (laughs) yeah um because it's like what the fuck like steph we got steph and like you know it's not exactly going down out there it is um, eerily quiet out here, to be very honest, as someone who lives in <laughs> Warriors land. Yeah, it's eerily quiet. They uh, Nobody's saying anything. Um, there's probably one fan I can think of who's a coworker, and she's just an you know, older lady. And she, um, like she, actually, she, she follows whoever's on the team. Like, you know, that's, she's like, I really like this guy. And I'm like, oh, you follow that guy? And yeah, I mean, I, I can probably tell her, uh, you know, yeah, Uber, he's not having a really good year. He's like, yeah, she's like, you know, yeah, he's uh he normally shoots way better than this. I'm like, yeah, he's supposed to be like Clay's replacement while Clay's injured. So um, he he's been, and that's and that's kind of leads me into him. And, and he's he's had a very very rough start to this season yeah. so far. Yeah, yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, I think he had like a preseason game where he looked really good, and mm-hmm. uh, ever since the regular season began. He's uh, he didn't hit a three for like multiple games. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that's not a dunk has, has presented a challenge for this man. And mm-hmm. uh, Wiggins, it looks like uh, the last couple of games, Wiggins has been on fire. So that's a good sign. He seems like he's responding to the criticisms. But yeah, Ubre, uh, I feel like this sucks for him. Because of Clay's injury, um, if Clay didn't get hurt, who knows? Maybe they wouldn't have acquired him. But uh, if he would have been in this position with a healthy Clay, I don't think they would. And he did all the same things. I don't think people would be talking about it the same way. I think he's got the spotlight on him because he's vaulted into this role. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's not working out. It's not. Um, the only thing uh, that they can really hang their hat on right now is um, is Wiseman's out there putting out some good highlights. Their top draft pick. Um, yeah, he looks yeah. he looks pretty good actually. Uh, so that might be something that they can they can, you know, sort of be optimistic about going forward. 
but they, I don't know if you saw the uh, photograph from one of their previous games where uh, Steph was basically bringing the ball up. He was about at half court and they were, the opposing team had about four guys yeah, waiting yeah. There to meet him. And like, that's the, and I mean, I don't, I, I don't, you know, say a picture says a thousand words, but um, is that the clay effect? Is that, you know, is that the thing where, you know, you, you, you're okay. Just, you know, double teaming Steph the whole time with this team now because they don't have any other threats. Yeah. Yeah. That that's definitely what's going down out there. I mean, when, when the Warriors had full death lineup and Kevin Durant, you could never do that because you're going to, to do that, you'd be leaving open surefire threats, you know? Right. And uh, now they can, teams can take a chance with that because you could kind of live with the, with the other options out there. If, if the other guys have to beat you, you, you'll take it. And that's what team's been doing to them. Yeah, it's the there. It's it's a fall from grace for them a little bit. Um, just is what it is. Uh, you know, dynasties come and go now, and I think this is it for them. So, I I think they'll I think they'll bounce back. Uh, I just think it's they're having to face the harsh reality of not just easily because I mean they were one of the greatest teams of all time at their st- full strength. Sure, with some, with some of these gut players they still have seventy three so, and. Up. Yeah, so that's like uh I think they're just remembering like oh yeah, that's right. Like uh <laughs> we don't always have Kevin Durant and Clay and Steph and Draymond like um is um and here's another too early hot take, but is Steve Kerr getting exposed a little bit? I think I think this is his moment right here to uh to truly shine, right? Yeah, this is like a, a fork in the road for him where he can try to define himself as a coach beyond what they did with that amazing team because people will always try to undermine what coaches do when if you have the best players, you know? Like uh, Phil Jackson is one of the best to ever do it, but mm-hmm. he also had Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Shaquille O'Neal, and Kobe Bryant. You know, right. Like, yeah. um, but does that make him not good? I, I, I don't think so because, uh, other, other coaches have good players too. You know, uh, not every coach is ready to have those players to end to then go on to that next level. That's um, true. So Steve Kerr still, I think should get the credit for being the coach of those teams, but this is a moment where uh you know he's gonna either get a hell of a lot more of those types of criticisms or it's like oh well you know he had kd and that's how it goes or (laughs) like uh he's gonna prove that he doesn't need you know not even a championship to to show you that he's a good coach you know Uh, and i i think he's a good coach so i think he'll come out on top of this Yeah, I don't know. Verdict's still out for me, I guess. Um, it's you know, it's it's still it's you can't deny the fact that he inherited what Mark Jackson kind of built there for a little bit, um, and then took it to the next level, and then they gave him Durant, and that got him you know another championship. So it's just like, man, I don't know. I I, I think Verdict's still out for me on him. I'll, I'll but I I'd yeah. like to see what it is this season um, with this major injury to Clay and if, with basically one All Star or not two All Stars on the team, Draymond Green. So, 
Yeah, fuck Steve Kerr. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Nah, I like Steve Kerr. I Um, do too. He's just a brilliant dude too. I feel like uh, he has uh, a rare wit about him. Like he's never, you can't catch this man slipping. Like uh, whenever he's got the microphone in front of him, and they and it, there's a chance for him to uh, respond to some bullshit ass question or something. Like he he always comes with the fire, um, and I feel like that's a sign of his personality. That's the type of shit that gets you to the point where you're coaching for multiple championships. Um, Dude so, was yeah. punched in the face by Michael Jordan when he was a player. Yeah, and then had the balls to be like, "If you give it to me, I got it. I'm ready." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and of course he was ready. God yeah. damn. And he hit the shot. God, he was the most annoying player on the court too. <laughs> yeah. His playing career was great. I mean, uh, he has uh, like real, uh, Ori vibes, you know? Uh, I mean, t- yeah, for real. Like almost literally, I mean, he did play with Ori too, I believe for a while on the Spurs. I could be wrong. Yeah. I don't know if he was there, uh, there at the same time. But he's the yeah. only one who like left the Bulls and like still won championships. Yeah, yeah. As a player, yeah. Um, just dudes with uh, reliable three point shots and uh, really like just being in the right place at the right time. And he knows his role too, right? Like he's you know, yeah. I'll, I'll come off the bench. I'm only six one. I'll shoot threes. Uh, done and done. I'm out of here. So yeah. yeah. Punch Michael Jordan, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever you guys need me to do. <laughs> oh, man. I bet some of the other guys, low-key, were, like, pretty happy about him fighting Michael Jordan. Yeah, well, but the, but if the rumors are true, they also kind of hated Michael Jordan a little bit, too, right? I mean, that's the rumor is that he was kind of a bastard in practice, so. Yeah, um, if Steve Kerr got some licks in, you know, I'm sure the other guys were like, yeah. Pretty happy, yeah. <laughs> About time somebody stood up to this motherfucker. <laughs> Seriously. Well, yeah, we'll see. The uh, Steve Kerr's definitely on the hot seat. Not, not there. His job's not in danger or anything. No, but no, no like, not yet. Yeah. His legacy is, and possibly Steph Curry. Uh, they are in a position where they are going to have to defend their legacy, if anything, you know? Do you uh, see him going anywhere else in his career? Curry? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm going to say no, just because yeah, of that's uh, too. the success that he's been able to have there. Uh, it shouldn't be too hard for him to feel comfortable staying and and think he has a, still will have a chance, but shit's been so crazy. Like uh, this, this NBA is completely different than it was just a couple years ago. You know, so For real. You, you never know what could happen if if they continue on this losing streak or uh, if they continue to lose games like that, that could change everything. So yeah, I don't know. maybe it's trying to blow it up type of a thing. Yeah. But, you know, their owner seems like he's tries to go for it. And uh, they still have Curry and Clay. Um, not having Clay for a year, I don't know. Uh, it, that kind of makes it seem like it might take two bad years for something drastic to happen, you know? Really? Like, uh, okay. 
Like, I think if they just are straight trash this season, I think you still kind of got to do your due diligence and, and see what it's like with clay too. Uh, so it's interesting, but now you're talking about 10 years, or sorry, two years of them having Steph Curry, not making the playoffs or doing anything. And he's yeah. getting paid a ton of money, a ton of yeah. money. And he's in his prime. So yeah, yeah. you don't want to waste those sweet, sweet prime. Juices. So they almost that. So I guess we don't say prime juices, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I guess, I guess what I'm saying is like, you know, watch out for them in the trade uh, discussions this year, or maybe don't because yes. they don't, they're typically pretty quiet about that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, I, if, if they, if, if, like you said, if the losing continues, drastic moves will have to be made. So yeah. If, as long as we're looking at the standings and it's like seven games in mm-hmm. and, we're, and we're wholeheartedly overreacting to everything. <laughs> uh, I have to think with every single team that we're talking about, what if they traded for Westbrook or what if they traded for Harden? <laughs> what if they traded yeah. for Harden? Yeah. Which is, yeah, that's uh, an interesting, um, interesting thing, especially at this point. That would which, be wacky, which could lead us into our, uh, okay. Okay. Awards. If, uh, if you're, if you're down, if you, if you have your, 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 your horse picked out. Cue the music, Craig. Well, you, you, I mean, you first, who's your, uh, okay. 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 Award. Who does it go to for this week? Well, my okay. Award goes <laughs> to the Cleveland Cavs, man. The Cleveland oh, Cavaliers, team. the whole team gets a massive Four and two start the sex land backcourt mm-hmm. fucking just doing their thing. Uh, mm-hmm. It's cool. It's fun. It's awesome. Uh, I gotta, I gotta give them the okay award. I, I don't know if they'll be able to keep it up. Uh, so, you know, this is like a little championship. Uh, you know, considering boy, I, I, it's a good choice, by the way. I like how you want the entire team on this one. Um, I like them. I, I think I, I'm not ruling out playoffs at all. Actually, the whole city of Cleveland, I, I don't know if you follow football, but the Browns are just made the playoffs today too, which is uh, amazing, which is more amazing for them even really. So, but okay. since we, okay, okay. <laughs> um, you didn't, I mean, you didn't even mention that the fact that they still have Kevin Love. I mean, you, you, I mean, Sexland has been, uh, you know, dominating the headlines, obviously. And both of those guys are, are, are great. Um, but you, they still have Kevin Love there and Andre Drummond. Um, and uh, JaVale McGee. So, I mean, this is a team that is, um, I mean, they're poised to make some moves, I think. And, of course, Chetty Osmond off the bench. Yeah, yeah. Love me some Chetty. Uh, Andre Drummond uh, is a great player, you know. Um, This is really good for him because he's kind of uh, banished to the shadow realm. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, by yeah. being on this team. So this is a moment for him to be like, hell no, nah, like this team's going to be good because I'm here. Um, but yeah, Garland and especially Sexton, man, the, the, the Colin Sexton's playing out of his mind and, you know, both those guys are very young. So, uh, you know, the sky's the limit for those guys. I feel. Yeah. 
this could be him like kind of turning the corner. Like uh, he has, he's been in the league two years, if I'm correct, out of yeah, two years. So yeah, so this could be him, I think, turning the corner a little bit, actually. I think this is where, you know, the, you know, he's, he's rounding out and the team is um, they stuck with him for long enough. And so this could be a big, big season for him. Um, of course you did mention on the last episode, that they have a uh, D Wade coming off. The bench. <laughs> yes. That was the very next thing just, I was going to say. The best. Uh, yeah. Of course, of course they're off to a great start when they have D Wade coming <laughs> off the bench. It makes perfect sense. Case closed. Absolutely. Case closed. Yeah. Yeah. They definitely deserve the, um, okay. Okay. Yeah. I see you. I see you. Also, Larry Nance Jr. Okay. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's um. I think um. I mean, you know, four and two, uh, fourth in the East right now. Um. I mean, the the as far as team stats that stand out, um, they're sixth in um, assists per game, uh, which is uh pretty big. I mean, for a team that's young like that, they pass the ball well. Um. So that's 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 good to see. Yeah. yeah. This could be uh. I mean. Yeah, Cleveland could be, we could see them in the playoffs if uh, things keep going the way they're going. Yeah. Uh, Larry Nance also uh, leading or second on the team in assists. Larry Nance second on the team. Is that so? In assists. Yeah. Um, right now he's putting up 5.2 assists per game. Uh, five assists, seven rebounds, and nine points. Uh, that's pretty good. That's like uh That's very interesting. Yeah, that's like that, you know, like Andre Kirilenko type shit where it's like he's just doing a little bit of everything and like maybe a casual fan would be like, "Well, what is he really doing?" It's like, "No, nah, bro, he's kind of like the glue of everything that's happening." Yeah, right now. yeah. <laughs> I don't uh that's uh, by the way, for I, I need to take a step back. That was a blast from the past there uh that you pulled uh uh, yeah. Andre Karolinko, yeah. Great player that whose name does not get mentioned enough, I think, sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. AK forty seven. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if the nickname would fly like no. in twenty twenty one. No, absolutely but, not. You know, it was fire back in the day. No, don't say fire. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, no, they uh they look very interesting with the Cavs. Um it's good to see them um good to see them doing well so soon after losing LeBron, basically, which I think we mentioned. I, same thing, same exact statement I said in the last episode, but I, 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 I stand by it. Uh, <laughs> so soon after losing LeBron, they are, uh, they're already looking pretty good. So who does your okay award go to this week? My, uh, my okay award, the guy who, uh, you know, that I'm, I'm, I'm noticing he's on my radar. I see you. Um, is, John, is John Wall. Um, okay. 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 It was a, <laughs> he doesn't. He, this is a guy who does not need recognition. He's received plenty of it in the past. Um, but after being out two years with an injury, um, he's now two games into the, um, you know, with, uh, his, this season, his new, his new, his future, basically with the Rockets, um, 25 points, uh, per game so far. And he's, uh, actually interesting stat I found for him. A uh, total of 50 points in his first two games after a two-year layoff. This is one of those obscure stats again. Uh, uh, warning. But um, the last player to do that, I'll let you guess. Okay. The last player. I'll rephrase. Yeah, this, this last, is a meeting the, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last time a player had a two-year layoff, 
how well did they do in their first two games to, to, to be scoring 50 points in their first two games? Okay. Like total. Yes. Interesting. With two mm-hmm. years off. Mm-hmm. Wow. Fucking Michael Jordan. I don't know. Yeah, you, you fucking nailed it. Yep. That yeah, is who, who else yeah. is out here just to casually taking yeah. two years <laughs> off? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that's why it's one of those obscure stats. I mean, it's worth mentioning. A, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually like the perfect stat. For, yeah. <laughs> for this point in the season, you know? Yeah. Now, am I saying John Wall is Michael Jordan level? Absolutely not. Right but, now, you goddamn right he is in right the first seven games. Tomorrow, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, He looks great out there. Um, I watched these last two games that they played with the Kings. Um, Kings, I mean, you say what you want about him, but um, so I'm, I'm not going to consider that, but this guy's in two years off, like, major rust major injury if i remember correctly and um just he's it looks great out there and so obviously it'll he'll come down to earth a little bit but i think i mean interesting thing about this going forward is i wonder if he can convince harden to stay if the team is doing well enough they both um i mean they're both kind of ball heavy guards i mean it's um i don't know it's interesting the one true backcourt mate yeah, I mean, um, apparently Chris Paul wasn't good enough. Westbrook wasn't good enough. Um, so this could be, this could be it. I wonder if John Wall is like insecure at all in that relationship, knowing that Westbrook and Chris Paul weren't good enough. You know? Oh, that's true. <laughs> uh, can you imagine him? They're they're just laying in bed together. I'll never, I'll never be Chris Paul, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah uh but he beat no i mean i'm i'm the eye test uh you know after watching those two games uh he's his speed is still there um you know the other players in the court have no issues with him uh so chemistry looks good um you know he's out there like you know teaching guys how to get you know more open shots and stuff it's uh i mean that's a that's a winning team i mean if it's a combination of the new coach and new ownership basically and uh, not new ownership new uh new general management i should say and uh you know having john wall there that's uh that that could that could change a lot because you know there were a lot of teams vying for james harden at least as far as we know yeah he's he's looking really good for a guy who hasn't played in pretty much two years Mm -hmm. um and had uh, an achilles injury so that's dudes don't always come back from that. Plus I just kind of miss seeing him on the court, to be honest. I like watching him play and watching his game. So yeah. Yeah. He's still out there running the, the break and stuff. He, he looks like his usual self. So. Yeah. He's, it's, it's like nothing's changed really. So yeah, um, that's, yeah. that's exciting. You know, modern medicine. Uh, I'm sure Rockets fans would rather not be dealing with, all the drama that they currently are, but that's like a little, a little silver lining in there. You know, it's funny with, with any NBA fan is uh, you tend to kind of ignore the drama as long as there's winning happens. So yeah, if they're winning, then it's like, well, whatever. Christian Wood just amazing. Yeah. He was very much being just uh, kept in the shadows playing in Detroit. Um, this he he could be i mean he's kind of their x factor now he's he's amazing out there 
I saw him popping threes. I mean, he's doing that. He's added that to his game. So he's just, um, it looks really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of feel like that, that could also be a thing where James Harden's like, uh, you know, like, okay, okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just got him off. Christian Wood, okay. Like, right. Maybe uh, this might not be so bad. I yeah. Mean, uh, He's been fooled before, though. So, yeah, I think Kobe had asked to be traded at one point, and the Lakers were like, nah. <laughs> and, uh, and they just like they made some trades and got like Gasol and stuff and the Kobe was like okay yeah they just surrounded him with some shit he wanted yeah basically um yeah remember I mean you remember Scottie Pippen asked to be traded uh you know when he was not getting paid the money he wanted he sat out for like a almost a whole season yeah um so yeah we'll see but yeah John Wall much deserving of an okay award. He's playing uh, I see him. more than I okay. See him. Yeah. I see him. <laughs> see him and the cats. Um, well, dang. Well, dang. Well, dang. Oh, shit. Oh, I got some information coming in from Bernie Sanders. Oh, my God. Can you hear me? Is this Alexis? Is this the yes. free bowlers? Yes, Bernie, you are you're currently on air. Hang on just one moment. I'm finishing my tuna sandwich. Oh, delicious. Uh it's such an honor. Uh thanks for coming on. Uh love that you're a frequent contributor. Uh what you what you got, Bern? This sandwich was not paid for by the taxpayers. Just like to make that clear to you, Alexis. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Definitely want everyone to know that. I have breaking news for you and and the free ballers and the free ballers and all of the 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 ninety nine percent of your listeners. Wait, breaking <laughs> news? Do, do we have breaking news by the way? Or kind of. Uh, okay. Steph Curry just dropped sixty two. Whoa! This man just dropped sixty two on the Blazers, uh, and obviously they won. Yes. <laughs> So, Bernie Sanders, Senator, yes, uh, yes. I, uh, I understand that you have some uh, percentages uh, and some data here on Steph Curry's performance. I am just now getting the news, and I will fill you in at this moment, Alexis. Now, Stephen Curry, in a 36-minute game, 36 minutes and 26 seconds to be exact, Shot 18 of 31 from the field. That is good for 58.1%. He was <laughs> uh, 8 for 16 from 3. That's good for 50%, even. An even 50%. Oh, add that's... to that. Add to that, Mr. <laughs> you know, Mr. Free Baller. 18 of 19 from the free throw stripe. That is good for 94.7% from wow. the free throw stripe. The charity stripe that is. Wow, that that is absolutely incredible. What what a performance. I am once again asking you to look at Stephen Curry's stat line for tonight's game because he put in <laughs> 62 points against the Portland Trail Blazers. <laughs> well, well Bernie, uh that's an incredible development and uh, we I want to see what he had a, he had a 20 plus minus. He was a plus 20 for this game. I mean, that, he is not fucking around as it were. That is i would say uh no i would say that he 
fuck around. He did not. Uh, absolutely incredible. Bernie, uh, what a treat to have you pop on. Sanders out. <laughs> <laughs> what a, what a, it was his career high. Holy shit. Uh, Isn't his career high? I feel yeah. like he's, uh, oh, by the way, thanks for Bernie uh, coming in there too. I really appreciate that he, you know, took time out of his busy Senate schedule to, you know, just deliver a random stat line from a NBA yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah, what a guy. Uh, fucking, I mean, he claimed to be Bernie Banders, but we know who he really is. <laughs> we know exactly who he was. Yeah, he's uh, he's not fooling anybody. I I I know I know that voice anywhere. Yeah, he's got my vote still. <laughs> um, yeah, career high sixty two. Uh, it's almost as if he felt us yes. talking shit about them. Or this was absolutely necessary just to get them to beat Portland. It's true. That's pretty much, yeah, probably that. But, you know what I'm saying? He felt us talking shit a little bit somewhere. Like his his hair wiggled a little bit in the wind. I've been told he does listen to the Free Ballers podcast. Yeah, so. Yeah, he could be listening. Um, Yeah, Wiggins put in 21. Uh, didn't shoot the three very well, but he shot overall very well. Um, and yeah, Ubre also, you could say the same for him. Um, one of five. Yeah, one of five for three, but overall, you know, seven for 13. It was a productive night, 17 points. Um, you know, uh, Draymond Green and Stephen Curry combined for 63 points. Uh, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like you, you can't beat the Warriors yeah. when that yeah. happens. <laughs> oh man, that's good stuff. Crazy <laughs> on Green, by the way. Since we're looking at this uh, box score here, uh, one point, uh, three fouls, one turnover, one block, one steal, eight assists, three rebounds. Um, little this, a little that, just a sprinkle a, of this. He's yeah, he's all sprinkles, but he's a plus twenty two. That's higher than Steph Curry scored 62 points. He's a plus 20. Yeah. I don't know. Is the plus minus, is it even like, does it matter anymore? Like, are we worried about this? Yeah. It's like, uh, you got to look at it in context of the game, but you know, I do think that, uh, that, you know, Draymond is one of those glue guys, uh, eight assists. Um, no wonder, you know, getting eight assists and only one turnover. In 27 minutes, and he only took two shots. He only even attempted two shots. That means he's keeping the ball moving, not turning the ball over. He's making the offense work. Hmm. Um, so uh, that I could, I, I think in context, uh, I think his plus minus makes sense to me. Hmm. I guess I'm just, it, it's still a mystery to me, I guess, because I don't know. Steph Curry puts up a career high 62, but for the game, he still wasn't as valuable to the team winning as Draymond Green was. Well, yeah, I think it's like, cause I think it's, that is just the nature of plus minus. And like, uh, it's more of a factor of, uh, Steph played 36 minutes and Draymond played 27 minutes. So like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. In the mix of everything in those 36 minutes, uh, he was plus 20, you know, like, and Draymond was in, for a little bit less minutes, so he missed out on some probably some shittier moments. 
interesting. Um, but yeah, wow, what a game. 62 um doing his thing. Uh that, why do I feel like he scored 60 in a game before? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe <laughs> okay. I mean he really only proved that he still has it. 54 is previous career high. My my yeah, I should have known that. Okay. That was back in that was back in that was eight years ago. Yeah. That's interesting. Um <clears throat> Yeah, it just um I mean this proves he still has it. Um so I mean which I wasn't which wasn't really something that was in question, right? Um I mean I I knew he's still good enough. I mean he's in his prime now. So I guess the real thing is can he keep the Warriors at the level they're they've been used to for the past 5 6 years. Yeah, um I like that this happened for the fact that maybe going forward this means he's gonna they're gonna do like a full-on james harden situation going on with him yeah i think they've officially given up on Giannis because that's a rumor that was going around for the longest time which i don't know if you ever heard at least i heard it out here way too often um but yeah uh i like what you're i like where you're going with that well yeah no i'm just saying uh playing Steph Curry like the way in a system like James Harden where oh I misunderstood yeah I yeah yeah in. like yeah. just uh going full James Harden with him as far as the offense and it's like uh he's kind of he's so good that and the with Clay being out um it makes all the sense in the world that you would need to maximize and get everything you could get out of just Steph Curry you know um and maybe this could be a sign of how the rest of their season will look on the court. Um, it would be pretty fun to see like uh, Steph Curry just trying to go off every, every night. That's true. I would be here for that for sure. Just to watch him just jacking up threes um, every single time he comes down the court. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm all for that. Actually, I, I thought last season he might've, uh, I thought because of the injuries last season, I thought um, he might, win MVP because I thought he would just kind of go off and just be out there, you know, doing, uh, like ultimate, you know, super scion Steph Curry things. Yeah. Um, but of course the injuries, uh, happened, uh, and he, and he, he went down. And so he just took the rest of the season off, but, um, yeah, I, so maybe that's, maybe I can scooch that prediction up to this season. If he stays healthy enough, uh, he'll just go out there and just do straight up, you know, amazing Steph Curry things and look for an MVP caliber season. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, I'm glad. Uh, I mean, I I think uh, I I would take any sort of sitting senator uh, to come in onto our podcast, but uh, especially a one Bernie Sanders for sure. Yeah, it's true. That's uh, pretty unbelievable, and uh, I personally don't believe in myself. Uh, <laughs> well, but. We don't have time for these uh, for for your doubts, Alex. If Bernie <laughs> Banders or Bernie Sanders wants to call back, then, uh, <laughs> think I think I'll be picking up the phone. <laughs> well, that's all we have for today, y'all. It's been real. It's, it's been, been real. real. It's been so real. We spoiled you guys. Yes, we did. It's not often you get to listen to a podcast with a sitting senator. Uh, unbelievable guest on the show. Surprise. Uh, he pressed start uh, on that for, on that screen in Street Fighter. 
We had. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Here comes I the new did. challenger. I yeah. Nobody expected it. Oh, man. Now he probably picked like Zangief too, which is so annoying. I hated Zangief. But actually, yeah. no, he wasn't as annoying as the guy with the legs that that go that extend too far. What's his Dulcim? Yeah, oh, yeah. Fuck that guy. Those legs, though, epic. Those legs, though. Epic. <laughs> um, but yeah, hit us up on Twitter, Free Ballers Pod. Uh, hit us up. Uh, send us an email if you want to directly talk shit to us at uh, freeballerspod at gmail.com yeah send us the good the bad the ugly everything in between send, send us your what we one percent opinions that's what we really want shout out to uh to jeff in our listener hall of fame uh oh amazing insight and feedback as all the time and uh also in the guest hall of fame it's true, actually. Wear your mask. Uh, do your thing. Love y'all. Yeah. Also, uh, if you live in Georgia, uh, go out and vote. If you live in Georgia, go out and vote for sure. Stay safe, babies. Mm-hmm.